You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 24 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Today's question comes from Ben Borman, who is at Ben Borman on Twitter. He asks, how do you handle negative comments on church social media? Not inflammatory but voice and opinions in a negative way. Ben, this is a really good question. Um, and actually, I'm going to expand the question just slightly and, and talk a little bit about how you deal not just with negative comments, but with trolls or uh, that whole sphere of things that um, I think goes on in social media and the internet in general. Um, I've had a little bit of experience dealing with this, and I'll talk through some instances, instances that I have either witnessed or had to deal with and kind of what we did to handle that. But... Um, you know, a couple of things you need to remember as you go into this whole discussion about negative comments and when you deal with, you know, uh, other other types of uh, people online, uh, a key principle to remember is that you don't win fights online. Very rarely does anybody ever win a fight online. In fact, when you try to fight someone online, most uh, everybody loses because even if you quote unquote think you've won, uh, you still lose because you can't read inflection, you can't read tone. This is the internet. Uh, you're just talking straight text, and um, it's, it's it, people infer a lot of things. So I'm not saying that Ben, you're looking to pick a fight. I'm just saying when people look to pick a fight, or uh, that happens, it's a tendency to want to defend ourselves. Um, we kind of want to buck up and defend ourselves, or defend our church, or defend whatever uh, organization we're representing or ideas we're representing. We want to defend them, and sometimes by doing so, we end up doing more damage than we do good. So I have a tendency, the rule I typically tell staff is, is that we don't have arguments online. We don't fight online. Um, we're welcome to state the facts as we see the facts to be, um, and then um, engage the person uh, accordingly to what we think is, is, is best in each situation. And I'll kind of walk you through that here in a little bit. Um, but when it comes to this type of dealing with this type of thing, I kind of, kind of, categorized in two different areas you have what we call uh negative just negative comments just people being negative in general and then you've got what we call trolls and so let me deal with trolls first trolls um and i'm not talking about the norwegian myth i'm talking about actual internet trolls or people who are drive-by commenters who basically are really there to they're there to incite uh, they want to start a fight they want to pick a fight so that's why they're there and um, I will tell you when to deal with trolls, you'll know them when you see them because they're typically anonymous. They have a, usually on Twitter, they have a username or a handle that doesn't reveal really who they are and they just want to pick a fight. Um, I would tell you 90% of those people, I have a tendency to just ignore and block if we have to deal with them. Um, I haven't had to deal with them a whole lot, but when I have, I just block them and I just move on. I don't really, really spend too much time on them, typically because whoever it is is typically not located near me. So I'm not going to have a real interaction, a real dialogue with them. It's somebody who's miles away who just wants to pick a fight. Um, the other remaining 10%, um, if it gets a little beyond just them try, trying to antagonize us, but um, if there are threats made, if there are anything that would seem, you know what, uh, this is really inappropriate, 
then I just say you report them to whatever social media tool you're using, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And Twitter is trying to get better at building in better features to make that um, easier for you to do, to report those people. But if it's on Twitter or if it's on Facebook, I typically just block. Just kick them off and just don't allow them back. And uh, if they take the time to create a new handle and a new Twitter account, I think that, that gets uh, – if they, if they start doing that, then again, you just report them and let, let Twitter and Facebook do what they can to um, – to get in that and to handle those things. But remember, as you're, as you're dealing with these type of things, don't try to shame someone. Don't try to uh, call them out in the middle of an argument. Don't try to argue essentially again, because you're not going to win. Now, when you're dealing with negative comments, those can be a little more tricky because when you're talking negative comments, I'm talking somebody who actually probably reveals who they are and just a, doesn't like either what was said on stage or doesn't like something going on in the church in general. And they decide to air it out online. Um, and so why I take special attention to this versus say that somebody just like being a troll is more than likely this person probably lives near you, maybe even goes to your church or um, at least lives near the church and has a negative opinion of something that you guys are doing or of the church itself. So those are the type of things that I do take, take we do really pay attention to. Uh, I will tell you the key principle here when I'm dealing with a situation like this is I try to move it offline ASAP. Um, because I, I understand that in social media, there's a limitation by which we can really have a true dialogue, a real conversation. So I try to move it offline into a phone call, into a face-to-face -face coffee, um, or some sort of deal where we can talk face-to-face -face about whatever issue is that they're having, and we move it offline as soon as we can. If the person refuses to move the conversation offline, then I realize they really don't want, they really don't want it resolved. Um, because if they want it resolved, then... They need to move it offline so we can actually have a real dialogue and have a real conversation. Um, and then at that point, if they just, if they decide, you know what, I'm not I'm not going to move it offline. I want to keep tweeting at you. I want to keep posting on the Facebook wall. Then just go back to how you would deal with a troll, and you typically block those people. I hate to say it, but that's kind of what you have to do, um, or you just ignore them. Um, and that's a hard thing to do, but that's something you got to do. But if you can move it offline, move it offline, and have a real conversation via coffee, via phone call. That's what you really kind of want to do. Uh, the other thing I think you need to be, you need to find out is, is if when people make these negative comments, are they being really specific? Or are they being general? Are they inciting, are they, are they pointing to <clears throat> critical examples of things that are happening? Or are they, are they just making general blanket statements? If they're actually pointing to real life examples of things, then I think that's a, the, that's a lot better for you. in the sense of the fact you can address whatever problem it is, is if they're making general statements, then at that point, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to help them kind of really define it is what their issue really, really is. Um, a couple of situations where I've kind of deal with this is um, when I first started doing social media for our church, I would take, and I still, we still do, I would take, um, actually Katie Allred handles this now, but I would take clips of our pastor, key clips from the sermon, take them and then turn around and cut them up into smaller, like 90 second to two minute slices and put them on Facebook. And that works really well because my pastor is very good at speaking in 90 second chunks. The problem is, is that sometimes occasionally you could take them out of context. And so a couple of times I did post some stuff and some people were like, uh, I had someone complain because they, and, and they not complain about me posting it, but they complained about the video itself. And they said, you know, your pastor's wrong about X, Y, and Z. And I realized that if they listened to the whole sermon, they wouldn't have said that. Um, so, you know, situations like that, where 
again, I try to take it offline if I could, but uh, again, I had to deal with the negative comment. And so I just let those comments a lot of times, if less, they really get, they garnish a lot of attention. I typically just let them ride. I don't do much else. Um, but you know, I, I, I do take, I do, I do pay attention to those type of things again, when I'm dealing with people and who've got specific instances. Uh, another instance that we had is I had a staff member who was on staff with me and had to deal with somebody who was posting on our Facebook walls, um, stuff about them. Um, and we'll go into details obviously, but it was enough that I was like, I had to block the person. Um, I had to do everything I could to re- go through all the necessary channels to make sure that this person would stop harassing our staff member. Uh, as far as I know that has stopped, but, um, I had just had to take care of it swiftly, quickly as possible and just deal with it. Um, and, uh, you know, we end up resolving it. Uh, another example where I saw somebody, and I actually thought they, this person handled this really well was I recently saw a, uh, another ministry, uh, a, a, not, not church, not church ministry, but a, a faith-based ministry posted their summer lineup for this new summer camp they were starting. And they posted it online. I think they're posted on Instagram and, uh, somebody posted a negative comment about the lineup and not about necessarily the people, but they didn't think the lineup was very impressive. Um, and it was somewhat negative and I don't think the person was trying to be vindictive or mean, but it just came across almost kind of apathetic slash cynical about the lineup. Uh, and so, you know, the organization could just let it slide, but instead the president of the organization, um, they turned around and they wrote on the wall back to the person, not argumentative at all, but very conversational tone like, and they said, Hey, so-and-so it's great to hear from you. Hey, I'd love to catch up with you. Uh, if you want my number, let me know. I'd love to catch up with you and talk to you about why we chose these people, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought they handled it in such a great way because then that person wrote back and said, Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come across like this. And before you know it, what, what could have been a really combustible uh, situation was quickly resolved by just extending a handout. Again, taking that conversation offline instead of trying to keep it online and really kind of just opening your hand. Um, it turned out to be a way to kind of diffuse what could have been a situation that kind of really could have got a hand really, really, really quick. So again, key principles to remember one, take the conversations offline. If you can, if two, find out if it's something specific they're dealing with, you know, is it something specific they're dealing with, or is this just a general statement about the church? Three, you might have to report. It depends if they're starting to get belligerent, you might have to report, you might have to block, etc. Um, if it's, if it's not, if it's just somebody that you, that they're just, they just want to be negative, then you're going to have to ignore it unless you want to block them. Um, and then kind of deal with the consequence of that. But that's something that you and your ministry need to make a call on. So hopefully those can be some good guiding principles for you as dealing with people who are negative online or just who are trolls who just want to incite some sort of incident with you and your church. Don't forget this podcast is on iTunes. So you can go on iTunes and grab it there. You can also rate us on iTunes. Uh, if you are on Android, you can use Stitcher to grab this podcast as well. If you've got a question for me, head over to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. Or use the hashtag AskDaryl. Or you can direct message me on Twitter. I'm at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R on Twitter. That's at D-Girardier. I have the DM open, so anybody can direct message me, and I will answer your question. Don't worry. You don't have to use your name if you don't want to. Uh, I'll keep it anonymous if that's what you choose to do. Well, thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to askdaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to askdaryl.com.